ready to go. Um, all right. Today on Open Loops, we have a double hitter. This is, I, I really wanted to make this happen. Uh, we have returning guest, Jonathan Royal, uh, who, who really, I mean, it was December 2020, I believe it was episode 63, uh, where he, he boldly challenged all hypnosis trainers out there, uh, to, to, well, we'll get into that challenge in a little bit, but, but no one's taking him up on it, so we'll get into that, uh, loved having him on, and of course, uh, someone who he's been doing several events with recently, um, and, and is a, is a legend in the hypnosis field in his own right, as well as just self-development in general, uh, the CEO of Fat Gnosis. Uh, yes, we have the director and co-founder of Hypno Antidepressant and Hypno Anti-Anxiety, Steve Miller here. Uh, yes, both of these men have really, uh, they're, they're screaming loud about the, the flaws in the hypnosis and the coaching community and, and, uh, pushing everybody to do things even better. So I'm excited to have them both on. Steve, Jonathan, thanks so much for coming on the show. Can okay. I just say that, that I can see Jonathan's photo. Are you sure you're getting my, my clip on as well? Yes, I see ya. I see ya. Oh, okay, fine. As long as you get any, because I wouldn't want you to have to do it all again. Okay, let's get on with it. <laughs> all good, all good. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming. Look, I, I have to ask you guys. Let, let me start this off. Steve, um, how did you... I mean, fat gnosis, it's it's a cool idea, it's a cool concept. I, I, I'm curious, you know, a lot of people talk about weight loss and and you know, weight management, I suppose, is the other way of putting it. You're not supposed to say weight loss, um, if you believe in all that Why not? stuff. I think I think I, I mean we can start on that if you want to, because yeah. I hear that I do hear this sometimes. People say you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't say weight loss. And it seems to be only hypnotherapists and therapy types that seem to be shouting that you can't say weight loss. Yet the public that are wanting to lose weight desperately, many of whom I support very successfully. Yeah. We talk about weight loss. We don't do all the therapy, you know, the, you know, they might think they're losing something. Good. I want them to think they're losing bloody weight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all of that, you know, we shouldn't say weight loss thing, I think is a load of old for me cobblers yeah very interesting um do you uh, okay that that's cool i i i'm i i yeah i'm kind of with you too in that way um i don't think the i mean the rule they have all these rules of the subconscious mind that again hypnotherapist pedal right you're not supposed to say not um, well that's complete and utter claptrap of the highest order um, some of the most successful hypnotists in history were what I will term old school in the sense of direct authoritarian, which is something that Steve and myself are very much trying to get back for a key reason that it works and it yeah. works remarkably well when you do it correctly. But if you look at those people's scripts that they've left us in their legacies of books that are like 60, 70, maybe even 100 or more years old, 
they regularly go, you no longer, you, you'll find that you don't need a cigarette anymore or whatever. Now, if you believe the claptrap that's peddled, saying don't won't be processed by the unconscious subconscious mind. So actually right. you're more likely to make them want cigarettes. It's cobblers. These people stop more people smoking than most of the hypnotherapy so-called experts around now who are teaching have ever seen bloody clients. Um, results are what matter. And these people had way bigger results than the so-called experts, the cowardly experts, by the way, who have not been able to take up the challenge from episode um, 63 of your Open Loops podcast, where I clearly just put it in a nutshell and went, look, if there's anyone out there at all of any, whatever title you want to call it, whether it's hypnotherapy, um, Tibetan mind control, tapping, finger waggling, it doesn't matter. It's psychological talking therapy, and you think you've got a better, more comprehensive, better value for money, and more importantly, works in the real world training course package than I offer. And incidentally, I offer it with a full money back guarantee, which they don't. Um, then take me up on the challenge. Prove, prove me wrong in public. And you know what? Not a single person has since December 2020 when we made that challenge on your podcast. Yeah. Steve, I mean, do you uh, do you, do you agree with him about the course? Have you gone through the the elite hypnosis bootcamp? I, listen, listen, I I I've made myself unpopular on many occasions for telling the truth, and the truth is that Jonathan Royal's course uh, is the best course in terms of learning hypnosis that I've ever ever attended, and uh, and I assert that. And for some reason, there is this small sector of people who. I don't know, maybe threatened by him or are jealous that sort of say, I can't believe you're saying that to me all the time. It was it was a great course. I learned a lot. I think Jonathan talks a lot of sense. Listen, there's going to be things that I disagree with him on, of course. And in the past, there may have been some stagey stuff that I may not have agreed with or whatever. And the one thing I would say to people, a lot of that stuff that people look at was actually in the media. And that's called television. Right. And when you're doing telly, it's about entertainment. Right. Yeah. So so I do. It's not that I'm a sycophant because I tell the truth. The truth is Alex's course was the best hypnosis course I've ever been on. And I've done hypnosis for 20 years clinically and I got a lot from it. A lot from it. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, I give people praise. Listen, what's the point of not doing that? I give people praise when it's due. And yeah, there are other people that I respect and, and are talented, absolutely. But when it comes to this guy, I think my message to everyone is there is out there is, listen, can you just like broaden your heads a bit? Because if not, if not, you, you're a bit of a thicko. Do you know what I mean? I'm going <laughs> to yes. say it as if there. We have to open our minds to different people with different styles and different opinions and whatever. But answering your question straight on, Yes, absolutely. I endorse his course. I recommend everybody does it in the hypnotherapy world. And my God, they will improve. Yes. Yes. I, you know, hey, look, Jonathan, you give me access to that course. I've, uh, mm -hmm. I've looked at it over the past two years now, and I still return to it because there is just so much in there. I mean, and as you really know, is. new stuff keeps getting added because you'll get the emails ping through saying this module's been added. It, it, that's why nobody else can take up the challenge because it's already got more in than they can supply. What but is I keep this adding talent? To it. 
I, I would look. I would love to know in summary terms what this challenge is. Yeah, I, let's hear I, it. I've not read it. Let's hear it. In a, right. Well, in a nutshell, and it is laid out in more detail, so crystal clear the terms and conditions in episode sixty-three of the uh, Open Loops podcast. By terms and conditions, I mean that we clarity of what I'm guaranteeing, because when people join the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp, I guarantee that within twelve months of joining from the date of getting access of the members area, within 12 calendar months, they will have earned at least 12,000 United States dollars or 12,000 euros or 12,000 pounds United Kingdom sterling, more bottom line profits, that's after costs of running the business are, are, are removed, so more bottom line profits than they did in the 12 months prior to joining the boot camp, otherwise they get 100% of their money back. Further, I guarantee, uh, which is the full one year 100% satisfaction money back guarantee, that not only will they earn that extra money as long as they study the uh, Watch Me First and put into action the marketing uh, principles taught in the Watch Me First videos, but that also they will never need to buy anyone else's course ever again, unless there's a legal requirement for them to do so in order to get access to a certain trading brand. So, for example, I would guarantee nobody ever needs to buy any weight loss training either, ever again. They're in my boot camp. However, if they wanted to benefit massively from the regular television, radio, newspaper, magazine, internet exposure that, for example, Steve gets with fat noses. Oh, yeah. Well, so all the little elements that make up fat noses will be findable somewhere inside the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. You could not legally ever use the name fat noses because it's a registered trademark without going and doing Steve's course. But the only thing you would be getting that um, isn't in the bootcamp is a logo, a trademark, and an association, which I have to say, in terms of fat noses, would be worth its weight in gold to you. Because of and one key really reason. Weird, and what's what's yeah. really what 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 is really weird here? Well, not weird. I guess what I really like about myself, it must say that I'm so <laughs> comfortable with myself, is I'm actually I can sit here and say, John, what Jonathan just said is absolutely true, absolutely true, and that. With Fatnosis is absolutely right that it's it's a brand and that was always my goal with it as well. And uh, yeah, he, he's absolutely right. A lot of the stuff that's taught is just, well, it's got different names to it and it's just, you know, re, mm. what's the word I'm looking for? Rehashed. Rehash re <laughs> or rinsed and repeated. And I think that, you know, especially in the cost of living crisis, people need to really invest their money wisely. Um, and I know I've not been brought onto this podcast to support Jonathan's bootcamp, but I would recommend that. I would. And I, I know and before anyone throws something at the screen, no, I haven't, <laughs> and I'm not being paid for it, and I'm not on commission, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but but I, 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 based on what I know and what I've seen and what I've done with him, I would agree with that. I would agree. I think he's wrong. Yeah. And I've got to say, in terms of weight loss, just to finish off what I was saying there, that, yeah, the components were in the bootcamp, 
but you can never use the name Fatnosis, which means you can have the association to Steve's television appearances, media appearances, links to celebrities. When you're thinking about doing somebody's cause in terms of getting a brand, because people go, oh, I'm being told I can use this brand, it'd be great in my marketing. Well, it might sound good to you who's been sold the dream of making money, but actually check out the person teaching you, because there's very few people on this planet in this industry that have had as much as regular or as extensive television, radio, newspaper and magazine exposure as Steve does uh, for weight loss with fat nurses. There's, there's not a week gone by in the past, I couldn't tell you how many years, where he doesn't appear in at least one national newspaper or on a national TV show or on a radio station or on um, a blog like of Hello Magazine that's got millions of read. He's, he's there. So the name Fat Gnosis is constantly getting out to millions of people through perceived, credible, real channels that 99% of people in this industry hold themselves up as trainers. Just aren't even getting, you know, they might get themselves on telly once or twice a year if they're bloody lucky. And that passes as them being yeah uh, you know in the top echelons that's he does that in steve does that in a bloody week multiple times some weeks um think about who you're and learning I, and, from. and i think i think i think the 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 good news as well is that other people can do it if that's what mm. they want and so so and, and jonathan's right and i thank him for his uh, accurate praise there uh, but what I would also say to people out there that are watching is that if you want to elevate and if you want to build your own brand and if you want to be become your own, um, I don't like the word fame, but I'll use it, your own fame, then it is possible. Because if I did it, anybody can, right? And, and, yeah. and I really do believe that. But it takes effort. It takes consistency. It takes real focus. And yes, it it does take having good people around you as well, of which Jonathan is one of them. And, you know, and there are others, of course. So so that's what I would say is possible for everybody, because the one thing I don't want to say is, you know, oh, look, at, I don't want it to come across as look at me, look at me, look at me, which I'm not about at all. Um, well, I, I, to a degree, I am because I'm <laughs> running a business. Right. However, um, I know that we both would, you know, shout out that if you want to be really successful and step up, you can do it. It is yeah. possible. Exactly. For most people. It's, it's not all, but for most. Yeah, and anyone with functioning brain cells, a real desire to get off the backside, who's prepared to take action. Anyone who sells you a dream of a, a magic wand that's just going to work itself, this system, well, it, it, that's bullshit. Run from them. You've got to put effort into it to get results, certainly in the early stages of your career. There may come a time where it be, seems to be happening automatically, but that's because of the effort and the seeds that you planted months and years earlier. But I suppose in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is to finish up on the question about the boot camp, we segued slightly, is that the challenge is that nobody out there um, show me someone with the same level of appearances on TV, radio shows, newspapers, magazines worldwide over the past 30 year plus years and counting that I've got. Show me someone who's also taught as many people who are now actually famous name, television or media hypnotists, either taught them originally or ended up consulting and mentoring them. You know, British Life Coaches, the Speakmans, they've got out an audio CD, okay? 
the entire script for that was written by me and licensed from me. The DVD, you can be cured. I was the hypnotic advisor to. I helped them, you know, promote their first ever seminars. Paul McKenna, when he had a company called McKenna Breen starting out, every one of his staff and seminar facilitators uh, took my uh, Mind Care Organization course that's now inside the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp along with everything else. And on their application forms the, where it said, how did you hear about this course? It said, was recommended to me by Paul McKenna. Wow. And the, 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 it does sound egotistical and arrogant, but find me someone who's taught as many people or meant, either taught originally or mentored and helped them then become successful. Because the key is the hypnosis bit it's dead simple. And I used to think, I have to say, and I used to think when I didn't know Jonathan Royal, I used to think to myself, oh God, he's so up himself. Oh God, he's so arrogant. Oh God, <laughs> right, he's so egotistical. Right. And, but what I soon realised is a lot, if not everything, of what he says is true. <laughs> so right. it's kind of, actually, so that's when I decided personally to actually attend one of his programs, and I was literally blown away. It was great. Just was, to yeah. pick up on a key phrase there, Steve just said a lot, if not everything, was true. Just to clarify, I think what he means by the bits that he considers not to be true are his in his in, in he may have had a different opinion or experience using techniques with his clients. Because I can guarantee you, and that's another part of the challenge. I challenge anyone to find anything I've ever claimed as being untrue or as not being backed by full documented evidence, facts and reality. And on all of those levels, truth, evidence, reality, content, quality and results, including quantifiable financial results, nobody else offers that on their courses as I do with the bootcamp and nobody since December uh, 2020 episode 63 of Open Loop Show. And as great as he is, though, he's a pain in the arse with his links. He drives me mad with his links. He <laughs> drives the whole community. But he's yeah. going to shout at me now because it works. I am, but, because he, he doesn't but... mind when I post a link to Event 22, which is no, taking place in September I don't, uh, I 2022 don't. in Birmingham, England. And if you search Steve Miller, Event 22, Birmingham, England, <laughs> you'll find it on Eventbrite. There's a couple of tickets left and the price is going up again next week. So you'd be wise yeah. uh, to get your ticket now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does. And, I, and I, I'm very, I mean, I'm very relaxed about it because it makes me laugh. Because I know a lot of people actually get wound up by it and it does their heads in and whatever. Well, it doesn't do my head in. It just makes me laugh. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, sometimes actually as a, as a profession, which I will call it, um, I do think sometimes we just need to just relax a bit and calm down a bit and just laugh more and have a sense of humour and be more real, like with the general public. And I think one of the, the key reasons that, you know, I'm not successful with everybody. I'm not. But I'm successful with many. And I think I'm successful with many because I'm just normal. And, mm. and, and, and I just talk to people as people and I don't go in heavily clinical with all these things like we started with telling everybody to you know oh don't say weight loss because it'll mean that you're losing something and you won't lose the weight and all of this sort of stuff or it'll create a trauma 
I'm just I'm just human. And I think that where I agree with Alex totally, Alex Strunk Jonathan, is that actually there are some clients where I've worked in the past, and no matter what I would have done, it would have worked. I could have said, sit on the taps or go outside and eat six ice cubes and that will make you lose six stone. And it, it would have done. It was the ritual. It was the process. Yeah. And it was about, it was very much about my performance, my display of me in front of the client. And when I do that, not, not good. And I, there are times when I'm not good, right? My results in the past have been awful. They've been dreadful, right? But most of the time, thankfully, because I'm, I'm I'm kind of in the zone, they've been great. But the reason they've been great is because of the process and the ritual that I've taken someone through to actually achieve the result that they want to get. And that yeah. is very much about, about me as a human being. I am the suggestion. I am the suggestion. And, and you know, and after it, it took me years to think, to, to understand this and, and, and to be fair to Jonathan, on his course, he goes through it and it was it was like slight validation. I was like, oh, thank God for that. I'm doing it right. Because yeah. honestly, it's just simply about my performance. And if I was beige, I would get beige results. It's as simple as that. But if I if I'm, you know, in that zone of being, well, as reasonably charismatic and inspirational as possible with the client so that they look, they feel loved appreciated wanted and all the things that jonathan taught me on his course then the results follow and do you know what 99 percent of the time that's true that is yeah. really true yeah. let me let me ask you both something very quickly because i do think this is an interesting point about if we're going to get into like the technical side of hypnosis for a little second there um even Chase Hughes, this guy who's, like, very big right now, right? This guy, all about, like, human behavior. He wrote the Ellipsis Manual, very big in the U.S. Um, he even has a course called Authority. Anthony Jacqueline, who I interviewed on this show, I was asking him a ton of questions about hypnosis. And he said, look, Greg, I, I did teach all this stuff in the past. And, you know, reality is plastic stuff. But I've realized over the years that Authority really is the thing that pushes people over the edge. If I, if I know to listen to what I taught him uh, a couple of decades ago, because, you know, if you go on in the boot camp, by the right. way, but you can buy it on its own, the entire <laughs> archives of my Yahoo internet news group, because they closed Yahoo groups down, but when they did, they notified owners. And I downloaded the entire archive. Right. And the entire archive of every single post made by every member is in the boot camp or available for a nominal price on my website, uh, ultimatehypnosiscourse.com. And you know what? In there, you will see when Anthony Jacqueline joined my group and how on a daily basis he asked me questions and learned from me. But he chose to ignore me decades ago when I told him it's all confidence, certainty, credibility, placebo effect. Uh, belief and expectancy being manipulated with emotional manipulation, together with all of that made easier through the power of authority. Um, he, 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 he wanted to believe there was oh, more me, to let it. Me just, let me just come in there, because what you've just said, in, in my opinion, um, as people watch this, sums it up. The credibility... The, I, can't, I can't remember your words, Jonathan. But Rewind it, watch the video again. But yeah. confidence, we certainty, credibility... So true, guys. So true, honestly. And and I used to, you know, I didn't want to believe that. I didn't want to believe that at all. And 
in my early days, of course, because I wanted it all to be very clinical. But actually, yeah. over over 20 years, I've now realised actually what, as just explained by Jonathan, is true. It is true. Because when, when I'm on a shit day, I get shit results. Yeah? And that is about all of the stuff he just described. And I would encourage everybody to really focus on those areas. Because when you focus on those areas, and we can all develop them. I believe, you know, most people can develop charisma. They can develop their confidence, their conviction, all of those things. Their results will get so much better. And it's those areas that trainers just do not focus on. And that's why I'm going to do a little plug. Event 22 has come along because we know, uh, well, we believe that it is you that's the suggestion for all the reasons mm. Jonathan just discussed. That's what I was going to say. So is fatnosis, I wanted to know about fatnosis, uh, is there any unique intervention that you've uncovered? Is there, you know, any, could you say that there's a fatnosis technique or do you really at the end of the day say, yeah, there's like a framework, but it, it comes I down to authority? I'm going to answer before Steve and say, <laughs> having looked at it, my comment is, as I said before, no single element is original. But that's the same to the entire therapy industry. There's mm. nothing that can't be found in books that are hundreds of years old if you actually do your research right. However, what is put together like a great chef does? Great chefs, they can all make lasagna. But each of their lasagnas will taste different. And some people are like this one more than that, one more than that one, or more than that one. And that can be like, you know, the signature dish of that chef. But what Steve's done is he's got various different recipes that he's put together, that those recipes are unique to him, hmm. as well as the branding. And I think, yes, thank you for that. You've, you've summarised it really well. And the other thing I would say is, with, fat, with Fatnosis, is the... Um, it is the authority. It is the authority. And, and in terms of my leadership, my leadership contributes to the success of fatnosis without a doubt and i do not talking about authority generally anyone that says authority isn't important i don't quite get it because authority is very important and authority isn't about being nasty to people it isn't about bullying people it's about being the person that does deliver the medicine so to speak and that is why authority is important. You only have to look at uh, Kieldini's, um theories of leadership or rules of leadership or whatever. Persuasion. Yeah. Persuasion, and persuasion and influence. Persuasion and influence. Yeah, persuasion and influence, more important. And, and, you know, the law of authority is there because when people have a problem, they want the best to solve the problem. And that is why authority is very important very important the great news is is that we can all build authority if we work hard and consistently yeah and i'd just like to add to that i was very fortunate that very recently um i had a book recommended to me called healing beyond pills and portions by a medical doctor called dr steve beerman and i reached out to him because i read this and when i read it and i read three or four books a week literally and i've done pretty much my entire life which is why i sort of confidently state that you can't learn anything elsewhere that isn't already in the boot camp but i read this book and i was like wow best value for money book on the power of suggestion and the mm. best actual gold mm. content that will work in the real world that i've ever read 
I thought I've got to reach out to this guy. So I sent him a message thinking, no way would he want to speak to the British bad boy of hypnosis. But you know what? He got back to me and I interviewed him recently on um, hypnosisweek.com or Celebrity Hypnotist, my YouTube channel in the Hypnosis Week folder. If you look for Dr. Steve Beerman, it's called Healing Beyond Pills and Portions. He's a medical doctor who's also a clinical hypnotherapist. Oh, excited and, for that. And his phrase, the way we call it authority, he refers to it as being the least uncertain person in the room. Ah, uh... That's a good reframe. Yeah. Which is yeah. the same thing, but for those people who don't like the idea of being an authoritarian hypnotist, he reframes it as you've just got to be the least uncertain person in the room, and that means automatically you will be perceived as the one with the most authority. That's a good way of putting it. And and all, I, I have to say, I don't quite get why some people in our profession would have an issue with authoritarian hypnosis, because... Maybe they don't understand it. I don't know. But authoritarian hypnosis is about basically telling the client what they want in their head, frankly, with yeah. a great deal of uh, personal inspiration and charisma and showmanship as appropriate so that the ritual follows. And, and you know, what's wrong with authority? I, I, you know, if, if I'm if somebody is really poorly and there is only one person that can sort them out in the world because they are the authority, you're going to go to the authority. Right, <laughs> so, right. So what's, the, so what's the problem with it? I don't know. I don't get it. That's very interesting. You know, Steve, I wonder because I've been to, over to London and actually I love when I go to the UK because when I go to Waterstones and look in the psychology section, there are a lot of NLP books. And, and not only are there NLP books and hypnosis books, there are Erickson books. Um, so here's Don't my question. Don't waste your time with them. No, they go, that's what I was going to say. Did <laughs> What a sick, twisted, narcissistic liar Erickson actually was. And he's held up as this. You know what? He bragged, you know, I could spend several hours just talking to somebody and they'd be cured. <laughs> if I had to spend several hours with every client, to get the result, I'd shoot myself in the fucking head, excuse the language. <laughs> he wasn't good. He was actually a crap hypnotist. And there's a book called Beyond um, Erickson by a hypnotist called Alexander, which his second yes. name is T-S-A-N-D-E-R, uh, which you can search on the internet and purchase if you so desire. Or I cover the main reference points in my biology of hypnosis video training set, which again, in the bootcamp, ultimatehypnosiscourse.com. Uh, but by his own volition, he admitted in writing in his own periodical magazine that he published, Ericsson, that he used to take mental patients and lean them at, for example, a 45 degree stress angle against the wall by their head and leave them for his own bloody amusement. He was a narcissistic... Wow sadistic pervert because he also apparently to help a woman get back with her husband would make it so that she'd come to every um session in a shorter and shorter skirt now he relates this as well that was part of the therapy there's no chuffing reason or need to do that to sort out the ones that... the guy the evidence from his own mouth in his own periodical his own hand is stacked as Beyond Erickson, the book by Alexander, and the details in um, Biology of Hypnosis, that in he was a narcissistic, twisted, sadistic, perverted, 
moderately skilled at best hypnotist. Um, um, he's held up because NLP is a cult, and I do mean that as a cult. Do this course, then you have to do the next level and the next level. Hang on a minute, why not just teach us the key essence at the beginning so that we don't have to then keep buying into things? And Christ almighty, don't get me started on the fact that once they've done the practitioner, master practitioner, advanced master practitioner, they then get pulled in by the cult to immediately do the trainer trainers and get encouraged to go out and start doing training courses, teaching other people when they've no real experience in the real world with real clients. They're, exp they're encouraged to go out because the people at the top of the pyramid. This is one thing them. I quite like. This is, this is one thing I quite like about you, Alex, yeah. is that what you've just described in terms of like revenue streams and whatever you you've never done. As an authority yourself, you've never done it. No, and that, make, what it, this is where I'm coming from. What yeah. I'm basically saying to everybody watching this, because I don't, I often think people don't get you, and they should do, is that what you've just described in terms of all the layers of different courses and whatever to get, you know, it's revenue you pay for it. Blah, blah, blah. You've never done it, as far as I know, never. So you, you, you practice what you preach with that. Mm. I've always told people I've done loads of different courses over the years to get the content that's in the boot camp. But I've always said you to the people at those courses, don't be coming on other courses with me because I've always given them other stuff so they, that they don't have to. And indeed, those that have wanted to come back because they like the camaraderie of the social event uh, uh, as much or more so than the actual training, I've either given massively discounted tickets to, or quite often, as many people will attest, are in the boot camp, end up saying, you can come along free, because the fact is, you're not going to learn anything new, because I told you the truth in the first place, that is of how true. it all really works. You're generous. The only you're thing very, you might very learn is how to market yourself, because yeah. that's more important. And that's something like referring back to before about fat analysis. If you want to specialize in weight management, nobody can teach you better how to publicize to get those type of clients than someone with the massively proven track record and results that Steve's got. So you've just got to apply common sense on where you're going to spend your training money. And right. don't, you know, don't go to someone who can't prove they've seen the clients in the real world and got real results for at least, say, 10 years and that 10 years can't be that they can only produce results of two clients a week that means they don't know how to run a bloody uh business so you might learn some therapy techniques often but you're not going to learn how to monetize it and stay in business and you're going to end up having to do it part-time or getting a proper job or spending more money on courses which is why i'm so confident and no, that's why nobody can take up the challenge from december 2020 it's because the marketing, advertising, publicity, and promotional training and resources, ready-made websites, uh, press release templates, professionally filmed promotional videos that people can put their own names on the end of, and all the other resources in the boot camp are, are such that nobody else is supplying them because, well, they can't because they're not 99.9% .9 of them recurring, actually had any real-world success themselves to be able to supply them to their students. I think Alex uh, point, uh, touches on something really important here, which is uh, something I go on about quite a lot. And I would encourage everybody out there to, to display much more of their social proof, their, their, their successes. And, that, and, and often I do think people think that, that they may come across egotistical or whatever. It doesn't matter 
it doesn't matter because being having an ego is really important because again it links to the authority people want to buy spend their money with people that are very confident that they can help them to get the solution they want so the message for social proof is get it out there because we are as a profession in my opinion pretty shit at it we really are pretty shit at it and and i think <laughs> yeah. we've got to do we've got to do lots more and 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 i have to say when i see when i see lots of people spouting off that you know this new model or this new protocol okay fine not a problem in my eyes where are the real people with real results show me those people the public and often they can't and that's a real concern right yeah, isn't that interesting? I know you both had a uh, – <laughs> I love you both posted when HypnoThoughts was going on. Let me let me ask you this. What is your thought on, like, these hypno – there are a lot – there's hypno – Well, I'll go first because I, I, yeah. I think, Alex, let me go first. Right. Yeah. The first thing I want to say on that, and I'm going to answer it direct, <laughs> is yes. that everybody is entitled to an opinion. That's the very first thing, Okay. Right. And I believe a lot of people out there do not accept that in our, our profession. But tough, they do have an entitlement to an opinion. Secondly, I have a real issue at events generally. I'm not just talking about hypnotherapy. Yeah. Generally, where you get the same effect. You get the same people talking about the same thing or a kind of another version of the same thing. Right. And the third thing, which is the biggest thing for me, for all of these coaching and hypnosis conventions is that why do people that are a bit different, who may not toe the line, who may actually think, you know, everyone talks about, oh, it's important to think out of the box. Well, these people might do. And those people that have an edge, why are they not invited to speak why are mm -hmm. they potentially and i don't know if they are or not but why are they barred from them what what are we frightened of you see i encourage right. everybody to listen to all opinions i listen to alex i listen to lots of other people mike mandel and lots of other people great people right but i challenge a convention internationally or domestically to get Alex to speak at their convention. And do you know why I don't think they do? Because they're frit. That's why. Yes. I'm with you there. I'm with you. Jonathan, what, what are your thoughts on HypnoThoughts? I would just reflect exactly what Steve said, and all I would add is this. And this is going to sound egotistical and arrogant to some, and I know, and I know, I know, I know it will, okay? And I make no apologies for that. But here's the cold, harsh truth. 99% recurring, and I'm saying that rather than 100% because it might be an event that I'm not aware of that does things differently, okay? Um, but the major events, they don't come and ask you to take part. You have to apply, okay? You have to submit a proposal. And if accepted, then you go along and you pay your own travel and flights to get there. You, uh, in the majority of cases, pay for your own hotel accommodation. They might give you food if you're lucky. I know Hypno Thoughts feeds them at lunchtime, but they're not feeding them in the evenings as well, as far mm. as I'm aware. Um, so you've still got 
expenses of living as well to pay yourself, your travel expenses, and uh, you've got to have applied and get there and pay for your hotel. Two, apparently, oh, it'll be all right because you can sell stuff at the back of the room. I don't need to sell stuff at the back of any room anywhere in the world. I was semi-retired. I turned 47 on the 13th of August, 2022. I was semi-retired by the time I was 30. I bought my own home outright for cash. The deeds of which are in the photo album in public on my Facebook because people call me Billy Bullshit. Well, no, the deeds are there. You can go and see. I did. Simple. Um, and um, in a nutshell, the fact of the matter is this. I would never apply or ask to be a speaker at an event. Why should I? I'm one of the most successful hypnotists of the past three and a bit decades. And my students, who are now even more successful than me in terms of being more famous in their respective countries, from a stage hypnosis point of view, filling theatres and five-star cruise ships on Independence of the Seas and other massive cruise liners, from a therapeutic point of view, appearing on primetime, daytime mm -hmm. television shows, why would I apply? Why would I pay to go? Why would I pay for my own hotels? Why would I want to associate with people who are not even remotely close to being as successful as I am and my students? <laughs> and a lot of people watching what just what Alex just said, excuse me, <clears throat> may be listening and thinking to themselves, oh my God, he's so up himself. He's so egotistical. He's so this, he's so that. Some people will think that. What I would say to those people is, number one, I used to think the same. Number two, but number two, what I would say is you need to be more like that. You really do need to be more like that with that level of conviction, that level of self-belief that you are the, 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 the star sort of thing. And, and believe in the belief about when it comes to re the respect of your talent and all of that sort of stuff. Coming back to what the other bit, though, in terms of... you. you applying you don't ask real talent to apply it's just right. not done and you don't do that in the world of media either i mean it, it, you know people come to you and they talk to you because they know you've got the track record um and and, and which you know we've all got a track record so Actually, I mean, if I was asked to apply, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd double up laughing. And 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 I have to say that, you know, Alex is, is right, he's right on this. If you want the best talent, you don't insult them by saying you can apply to be a speaker. But right. I challenge, I want to put a challenge out there in this interview today. I put a challenge out there for any convention hypnosis or coaching around the world to make an invite to Alex to speak. Obviously, he might want his expenses paid, fair enough. But I put that challenge out to you today because I tell you what, over the last couple of years, and I will continue doing this, I have, in fact, more than two years, I've made it clear that actually there's narrow minds around this profession very big, narrow minds that are actually, in my opinion, denying people, hypnotherapists, trainees, and so forth, of different perspectives. And I say to them, why? Why are you so nervous mm. about 
this gob on a stick, yeah, he's very opinionated, right? Why are you so nervous? What's the problem? People can still listen and disagree. So I put it out there, a challenge. Come forward and ask him to speak. Yeah. I bet you they don't. I bet you they don't. No (laughs) one will. No, no, I, won, because they need yeah. they want to sell their courses. And the trouble is they're afraid because I guarantee you this, anyone who ends up in my elite hypnosis boot camp, unless they've got um a screw loose, or they've got more money than sense, or they're going and doing a course with somebody like Steve so that they can legally use a, a brand like Fat Gnosis that will help them if they want to go into the weight loss arena. Unless they fall into one of those categories and two of them are ones you really don't want to fall into. Okay, I'll give you a clue. The only one that makes sense is if you were buying a brand like Fat Gnosis. Uh, but if you've got a screw loose or more money than sense, then maybe you might go somewhere else after you've joined a boot camp. But everyone else won't need to or want to. And the truth is that some of these so-called names and stuff, I'm damn certain that they've got somebody to join the boot camp, okay, and that they've had a peek inside, and they know that's why they won't take up on the challenge from episode 63. And it's also why they would never invite me in that sense, because they know that if people end up having more of a chance to realise the wise thing to do is to join the boot camp, because, hey, if what I'm saying (laughs) proves to be untrue, they get the money back then the thing is that will cut off their income stream because Uh, these people are doing a course, then they're doing an advanced course. Then we do our breakout days where we're going to get people who've already done the course, who's supposed to have learned this, um, to come along to to a firewalking empowerment day and other bullshit like that. (laughs) Yeah. The one one thing that I want to add, which is slightly, I I, I guess, emotive, is that I have a real issue with all, all of... I, I've never been this sort of person that can, you know, I, I can't bear cliques and I can't bear backslapping and I can't bear groupthink. I can't stand it. I love bringing into my life people that add perspectives that I might think keep clear, right? I could love even it. keep yes. clear. However, however, I have learned so much and adjusted my own you know, different personality, not personality, but style maybe, or or the protocol or whatever we want to call it. And, and I've adjusted because I've listened to them. And I might yeah. not have agreed with everything they said, but I'm glad that I listened to them. But everyone around me might have said, no, 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 for whatever reason. So I say to them, I say to all of these event organizers, no matter who they are, if you if you've got balls that are bold, and brave and you want people to learn then i do invite you to ask alex to speak at your convention or whatever you want to call it i do or anyone else that's out there yeah i would say the same about steve as well same thing he said about me i just mirror it back and say up the balls to what because steve will tell you what you're afraid of hearing as well but it's yeah. what you're afraid of hearing that you need to hear to change and here's yeah, another because, thing because uh, because what people what people might think uh, people are afraid of hearing or whatever actually helps them to be better 
and to be more skilled and to be more talented, talented and to get greater results for their lovely clients. So I do say to people, you know, broaden your thinking for God's sake, because if yeah. not, you're very narrow and you're not going to have the breadth of talent that you really want. What and is you, it that people are thing. afraid of? Oh, sorry. oh I, I was going to say, what do you think? What is it that what is the big threat here? Because and I've played with this in my head a couple of times, Alex, uh, Jonathan mm. uh, and Steve, is this idea that if it's all, quote unquote, just suggestion, just placebo, just mm. authority in your in your per opinion, does that then just slaughter all the sacred cows that just make all the techniques irrelevant. What what is the what is the real threat you think to your perspective on hypnosis in the community? I'm going to answer that first because I know that Steve's answer is going to be better than mine because of the way I'm going to answer this on purpose to leave it to him. But in a nutshell, I would say yes. Once you fully understand what hypnosis truly is, uh, and that it's confidence, certainty, charisma, um, conviction. Uh, combined with elements like Pygmalion effect, believing in the client and transmitting to them that it will work. So that they then start to believe in themselves, which triggers the Galatea effect, which combined with that, we also add in the Hawthorne effect. These are things people can Google, which is the fact that we'll follow them up after the session so they know they're going to be watched and monitored, as it were. But these elements with the totem effect, which is maybe giving them the audio MP3, or a, a lucky crystal or whatever, depending on your approach. Right. But something that's the totem, kicks in the totem effect, and it also helps enhance belief and expectancy uh, of, of this working, which all combine together with your authority that we spoke about before to create, together with your environment and a whole bunch of other things that, there's a free four-hour video on ultimatehypnosiscourse.com. Go and look there because I've not got time to explain it. But that free video will tell you the other elements that together make the recipe that mean the placebo uh, effect is triggered. But remember, the placebo effect is different than the placebo response. The placebo response is getting the result. Hmm. To get the result, you've got to get the effect triggered. And doing these things right, it will. And it doesn't matter what important seeming ritualistic process you use. Finger waggling, tippity tappity, um, celery up the nostril, hypnotic induction, visualize, it doesn't bloody matter. As long as you deliver it with that conviction, certainty, charisma, all the other stuff we talked about, and that the client buys into it and they've already bought into you, which is where your marketing, advertising, publicity and promotion is yeah. key. So they believe you before they even ever come to the session, which is something Steve has mastered the art of with, within the context of um, weight loss specifically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you, Steve? I, I think, I, yeah, I, what, what I would say is, first of all, I'm not an academic. Secondly, I'm not as well read as Jonathan or Alex. Uh, however, what I am is someone that's done it <laughs> for yes. 20 years. And I would say that for after doing my my diploma and my sort of practitioner program with the college I trained with, I, I implemented what I learned. And it was okay, but sometimes it was just awful. Hmm. And I, I remember the day specifically, I said to my partner, this is just not working. I'm, I'm doing everything that I've been told to do, which was good stuff. I'm not gonna knock it. I've been told to do this stuff, right? And I said, 
I just want to tell them blah, 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 right? Within the hypnosis and out of hypnosis. And I want to be me. I want to be who I am today. This is what you see in the real me. And he said to me, do it then. Hmm. And I know it's a small thing, but I, I just thought to myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And my results went through the roof wow. in terms of quality, simply because, and, and it was then validated later by Jonathan's course that I attended, that absolutely validated, you're okay, Steve, you're doing this right now, in terms of it being all about my confidence in myself that I project, my conviction, my credibility that I put out there, all of those outer symbols, as well as how I kind of communicate when a client's with me in the consulting room. It's all of that. And, and, and that links back to what I was saying earlier, where I think I could have said to anybody, you know, go and sit out, go and sit outside, eat six ice cubes, because it's got a, a process that will absolutely make you straight away lose weight and carry on and lose the six stone you need to to save your life. And it would have worked. I really believe that. Yeah. And I, I, I don't get me wrong. I wanted, I didn't want to believe that early on because I wanted all of it to be magical and all of this stuff. But actually, I, I kind of learned eventually that actually it's not. It's about me as the suggestion. It's that about, is real magic. And, and, and it is true. It's all about, that is a true story. And I'll say to anybody out there, and in the few first few years after my studies, where I did very well, I became a distinction graduate, very proud, all of that, right? I was pretty shit, really, in the first few years. But after that, when I realised, yes, I can I can shine charisma to the best of my ability, I can showcase my confidence, I can showcase my conviction, I can be more human with clients, I can put out their outer symbols that I'm bloody successful, right? And then in the consulting room, no matter what I fucking do, they'll they'll get the result. Right. And that that was the reality. That was the reality. So, you know, I'm not an academic. I'm not a scientist. I'm, I'm I'm very practical and I'm renowned for results. And what I've just described is how I get them. Yeah. That's very that's, interesting. Okay. And that's because we're just a heart. We're giving them permission to change. Right. And a safe environment and context, which within which when they're ready for change, they can do that, which they could have always done for themselves. But by going through this important seeming ritualistic process with us, it removes all self-blame, shame, guilt, regret, and remorse from them for not having got off their ass and done it sooner. Because yeah. then they can always say to the family and friends when the family and friends go, well, suddenly it's like a magic wand's been waved. You've yeah. stopped taking cocaine or you stopped drinking or you started losing weight. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. you do it sooner? Rather than going, well, I just woke up this morning and decided that I changed my life. And then people going, well, why didn't you do it sooner, you fucking idiot? Making them feel bad, which is what leads to relapse okay, yeah. or symptom substitution. Instead, yeah. they can go, well, you know what? I couldn't do it sooner. No blame on them because I'd not heard about this therapist. And I only recently got given their details. And I only recently managed to save up the money to go and see them. So also all blame, shame, guilt, regret, remorse, anything negative removed from them. They're not to blame for not having done it sooner. But yeah. what they have got is the perfect excuse to now do what they could have always done, but in a manner where they can't feel bad about the fact I think that I think I, I agree. And I think I think I'd add on to that is what 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 you you always say as well, which is if that person feels all of they feel wanted, they feel listened to for the first time. 
They mm. feel important. They feel loved, cherished, appreciated, all of those things uh, by, by me, if I'm honest. And, and if, if I'm good at putting that over and projecting that, the result follows. And that's what gets the result. It, it's not this, I do not believe for one minute it is all of this subconsciously, consciously, unconsciously story that we'd love to all believe. Yeah. In the way that we and the way that we taught it. That's you're interesting. Giving them back, you're giving them back a full, and by full I mean like hundred percent um level of self-belief, self-worth, self-respect, self-love, a fully positive wanna, and balanced Jonathan, self-identity. Jonathan, can I can I just say, because I think this will this you know the name for it and I don't. Okay. I've always said that when I see a client, my belief in them, as I look at their eyes, has got to be there. It's got to be mm -hmm. strong. Belief in the belief. It's called something, and you mentioned it earlier, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, you've got to transmit to the person in front of you that you believe this will work for them. And yes. that is the Pygmalion effect. Pygmalion effect. That's what it's called. Now, I, I listen, everybody watching, I'm a... a Distinction graduate of the London School of Clinical Hypnosis, now long, no longer here. But I didn't know that. And now, that some is, people would argue that is one of the most important things. Yeah. I'm prepared to accept it's possible that it's not just the Pygmalion effect in the way you'll see it described if you do an internet search, which then triggers off everything else I said that you can find out about in the free four-hour video at ultimatehypnosiscourse.com. But that in actual fact, it's because you're you've got that total confidence, certainty, uh, and credibility that's being transmitted. You feel 100% inside yourself. This is going to work for that client. Yes. So energetically, you're winky wanky, arty farty, tree hugging, new age types would say, "Well, that's actually energy trap. You're transmitting the." Healing energy to them. Well, right. you know maybe what? If you want maybe. to believe that, maybe you are. It doesn't matter whether it is or it isn't. The yeah. fact is, it works. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I'd give the view. I, I, I can describe a real life example here that is completely true. It's not bullshit, right? It's where, and I'll never forget this lady. This is, um, oh, it's got to be five years ago now. And her husband contacted me to say she won't leave the house, and it's been like this for two years. I think it's two years, maybe more. I don't know, but two years. Anyway. She's willing to come and see you. I can get her into the car and she will come and see you. She wouldn't leave the house for whatever reason. Anyway, she turned up and I really, I really liked her. I did the big million thing, right? And I sat down and I talked to the lady for about, I don't know, half an hour. Did a bit of, right, shut your eyes because this is going to work stuff, right? And, and as soon as we finish, you'll want to go home and do what I tell you to do, when I, which I will tell you, which we've done. Anyway, I did it and then did the bit. Open yeah. her eyes, another chat, and I said, right, when you get home, you'll go out the door and you will text me as you're walking around the block. And she did. She did it. And the next week she went to London to go shopping, right? And there was no, there was no, um, what I would class as traditional clinical script. If I start getting you to tap here or tap there or drift yourself back to the cause in regression and all that, I did nothing like that. All yeah. I did with the formal hypnosis, inverted commas, was told her exactly what she's going to do. And that was for about 10, 15 minutes. Open her eyes. And then I just said, you're now going to go back and you'll be texting me what you've done. I want to hear as soon as you get back. Right. 
and I was and I was very definite about that in my conversation. Not aggressive, no, none of that assertive. And she knew I was on her side as well. And then, bugger me, what do I get? An hour or so later, she's out there walking around. It was the ritual. It was the process I went through. I was on, obviously on form that day. And it was the, the connection with the client. She felt loved, appreciated, wanted. I had confidence in her. And guess what? Result. Yeah. So do we think at the end of the day then that what people are holding up – because what you say and, and the way you break it down, Jonathan, to me in a way makes me feel that I have more control – as a practitioner over the process because I know the different elements, but I know there's the school of thought that might, and, and I've played with this in my head that says, well, actually, no, no, no. Suggestion and placebo are just hypnosis. Now, of course they are. They're one and the same. That's okay. part of the entire point. But the point is that suggestion correctly expressed is hypnosis by virtue of all those elements coming together that the free right. video at ultimatehypnosiscourse.com covers that trigger the placebo uh, yeah. effect and therefore get the placebo response, which right. then result. They're one and the same thing. Just as marketing, advertising, publicity, and promotion to get your clients done correctly, marketing is the correct use of emotional manipulation and suggestion, which is hypnosis. Yeah. So yeah. is this what? So what? Don't hypnosis? Then, then are we saying that what hypnotists and coaches don't want to see are these elements that you're bringing forth? As part, do, do they just want to think it's magic? Is that is that what you think they're afraid? Well, what the are they afraid no, of? No, the problem is with the trainers that want to keep selling their multi-level marketing courses. Because when you teach it properly, and then we've only scraped the surface here, but in the boot camp, right. I break it all down to the point where I you never there's nothing else. There's no upsell. There's nothing else to buy. Once you've right. got my boot camp, I've nothing else to sell you. You'll never pay me another penny ever again, you see. I'll, I'll add a perspective here as well. I, in, in that I do think from a student point of view, we're kind of in a way conditioned to believe that it is this psychological magic. Yes. And there's this neurological process that takes place somehow. And... The, the difference, though, is how, and, and, and of course it does, I guess, arguably, psychological change does take place and neurological change takes yeah, place. Yeah, the end result does happen. Yeah, it's just happening in a But, exactly, what, what I'm saying, this is where I back Jonathan up, is the way to get there is not about thinking that if you start tapping someone or if you start, I don't know, doing some regression to causation or whatever it is they call it these days, is, is the way to do it. No, it's not. It's about you as a person. It is about you as a personality. And yeah. it's about your engagement with that person, human to human. And that's why arguably to become a hypnotherapist that's good or a hypnotist that's really good, you don't need a year's training. You don't need a long training because in some ways, uh, what I would say to people in terms of developing themselves is focus more on your confidence, your conviction, and all of the stuff that we focused on in this, rather than all of this sort of, oh, this model will trigger the subconscious right. to do this, that, and the other. And your and, marketing. And, and marketing. I, I, I incinerate all that. 
And marketing, as Jonathan said, is important because obviously it gives the outer symbols, right? Gives the outer symbols, the outer suggestion. So, yeah. so I would say that hypnosis, it's all about definition. I would say hypnosis is a process that is um, whereby we, I'm not an academic, so bear with me, where we <clears throat> engage with someone to deliver suggestions through ourselves that makes them believe in the belief that they then go forward with the successful outcome. Wow, and it's not I like that. And it thank you. And it's not, <laughs> yeah. And it's not some sort of, <clears throat> oh, I need to do this because regression to cause or clinically sort it out. No. I say park that and start putting yourself into the thought process process of it's about you. Okay, with the engagement. And may I just say, that's why event 22 has come along. And of course, we have our keynote speaker, the man himself. Yes, <laughs> the man himself. Yes. That'd be me, by the way. Can I just add to what Steve said very briefly? That Because um, we're getting close to the yes, end. Yes, I know so we have to wrap soon. This. With the exception of weight loss and one or two other things, Mm -hmm. where because with weight loss you can't just do one session and the person's got a quantifiable result well they can have a quantifiable result in waking up and going i feel better i feel more confident i know this time this process is going to work for me however they can't go and weigh themselves and suddenly find that they've lost a storm at the end of the session okay whereas with a phobia if they were scared of spiders at the beginning you can take them to a pet shop and get them to order triantra and get the photograph as proof they were scared right. of lifts you can put them in the lift so yeah. weight loss is an exception and weight is one that therefore even i recommend a minimum of four to six sessions and the reason being is purely so that the client can feel loved wanted needed appreciated cared for cherished valued supported worthwhile while they're rebuilding their levels of self-esteem confidence image and control and at the next level self-respect self-love self-worth selfishness of a positive level where they're looking after themselves so they're repairing their self-identity becoming the whole them again okay but also it means that time can go past that they actually then, at session three, you can get the scales out and go, look, how much you've lost. And it impacts it more. You're giving them that support, which is part of the Hawthorne effect ongoing. Yeah. Um, that's necessary with weight loss and one or two other things. But with habits, addictions, fears, and phobias in general, if at the end of the session, cigarettes taste like donkey shit and they go, I never ever want to touch one of them again. If you've gone about it and done it right, job's done. Okay, and 99% of things recurring when you truly understand what you're doing and do it right can be successfully dealt with in one session where there will be no symptom substitution and where the client will actually have positive knock on effects in all other areas of the life. When you are dealing with Royal's hierarchy of human needs that I talk about at hypnosiscourse.com, because by repairing those things, they'll notice positive effects they didn't even realize that they needed to notice. And the thing is this, you know why most trainers don't teach that? It's what? because they weren't taught properly in the first place. And you know why even the people who've been taught it, unless they were taught it by me, then there's more chance that they go away and do it. But even if they are taught, do it in one session. Most of them don't end up doing that long term for two reasons. A, they don't get taught proper marketing, advertising, publicity and promotion to bring a constant stream of hungry clients through the door prepared to pay a good, sizable fee so they can sustain 
a proper business and be sat there in the moment with their client, giving them 100% rather than worrying, am I going to get some more clients this week so I can pay the mortgage, which I would say is actually the ones who are unethical and immoral. No, they're told, do regression to cause over, say, six or 12 sessions because the client keeps coming back and you're paying you more money. Here's the irony. What I charge... Uh, minimum of 500 quid, it goes upwards uh, when I can upsell them stuff, but for a single session, okay, there's therapists out there charging 50 quid a session, we'll see them for 12 sessions. All right, they're making an extra 100 pound, but they're spending like 12 hours with a client. I'm spending 60 to 90 minutes with them and making the 500 quid. It's 100 quid less, but effectively, because it's all less time, I'm arguably making way more money than them, it, it, right? As long as you can keep clients coming in. But here's the thing. This is I where he need... keeps this is where and this is where he keeps having a go at me on a lighter yeah. note. He keeps having a go at me because he knows that I'm far mm. too cheap for the public. And exactly. you know what? <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely willing to say publicly, I have a real issue with money. It's one of my limiting beliefs. And and why why? Because I feel guilty when I charge too much. How terrible is that with my reputation and results and pedigree? We'll be working on that at event twenty two <laughs> in September, September the twenty fourth in Birmingham, England. The search Steve Miller event twenty two on Eventbrite. Up oh, will come the we'll link to it book too. Your t- book, book your ticket right now because um, the price is going up every week as we get closer. That's Saturday the twenty fourth of September, twenty twenty two, Birmingham, England. Event twenty two. Be there or don't be there. <laughs> and of course, there's <laughs> ultimatehypnosiscourse.com. Indeed. It, um, before we go, final thing I want it because, and we probably could do another couple hours on this at some point, but right now, beyond what we've already talked about today, is there anything else you want to look in the camera right now and say to coaches and hypnotists that uh, any what what are some hard truths that you think they need to know right now that it might hurt their feelings but but let's get it out there from both of you three dead quick and i'm going to give steve the final word on this so number one <laughs> look at episode i'm looking again to remind myself 63, 63 <laughs> episode 63 of open loops watch that that challenge is still open none of you have had the balls talent ability or courage to even attempt to take me up on that challenge and i know you can't because nobody's got a more comprehensive better value for money training course than the ultimate hypnosis uh, course.com website's elite hypnosis bootcamp number two stop lying to your students uh the fact is, and, and, and from the student's perspective check out don't don't take what I've said as true. Don't. As I say at ultimatehypnosiscourse.com, any claims I make, go, as I said in that episode of Open Loops, go and independently spend some time researching them on the internet and find out, was I on those TV shows? Did I treat those celebrities? Did I help that football team get into the premiership? You'll soon find out if I'm talking nonsense or not. I can tell you. As a quick clue, clearly you're going to find out it's all true. Otherwise, I wouldn't be daft enough to say it. But the point is, you'd be amazed how many people out there are telling blatant lies on their website and people don't bother checking it out. And finally, 15 letters that make up two words that you need to stop paying attention to unless it's somebody hugely successful in the field that you want to get into. So if you want to get into weight loss, you listen to somebody like Steve because he's got a proven track record and he's still appearing in the media every single bloody week without fail. If you want to learn about hypnosis in general and how to get a constant stream of paying clients from someone who is an advisor 
to television name life coaches and hypnotists, you come to me, ultimatehypnosiscourse.com. What you don't do is go on forums asking people who themselves have an illusion of success at best, but can't back it up. Uh, so the two words, 15 letters, write this down. The first word is O-T-H-E-R, other. And the second word is H-Y-P-N-O-T-I-S-T-S, hypnotist, other hypnotist, or it can be O-T-H-E-R, other, T-H-E-R-A-P-I-S-T-S, other therapist. Stop bloody listening to them, can 99% of them recurring, can't even afford to pay their mortgage off. Uh, each month properly without worrying, which means they're not giving 100% to their clients. Wow. Steve, Steve how are you going to top give, it off? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give three more, three that are more, I guess, behavioral, okay? Uh, although Jonathan's were, but uh, you, you'll see what I mean. I think the, fir the first one I want to say to everybody out there is to stop being so bloody defensive. People, they are so defensive. Anyone comes up with something different, it's like, defense straight away and gossip, gossip, gossip. And I'd say to everyone out there, of course, if they're talking about other people to you, they're probably talking about you as well, okay? That's the first thing. So so stop being defensive. I think the second thing has to be with that as well is embrace opinion, embrace different opinions. Yes. Even if you don't agree with it, listen. And also if you don't like the person, that's okay, right? But learn from them. And we can all do that. And I think the third one is, I'm trying to think of a third one. I'm trying to think of what else is, um, I would say this. If you are a trainer claiming ABC, XYZ, right? Show me the evidence of that. And I'm not talking about science. I'm not talking about a piece of research. I'm talking about real people with real results that are not hypnotherapists or hypnotists. That's how I'll end it. Wow. An amazing episode. Jonathan Royal, you can find him at ultimatehypnosiscourse.com. And, of course, Steve Miller of Fatnosis. We're going to link to this as well. Your Weight Loss Master co.uk uh such an yeah check out event 22 i wish i could fly over there and check it out um but yeah no it's gonna be great i love both of what you're doing it is being, for people who can't get there it's been filmed so they'll oh, be able great. to get uh the recordings afterwards by way of a private group so even if you are overseas and you can't make it because of covid travel restrictions or yeah. all the extra expense involved still check out event 22 on eventbrite with steve miller Perfect. um yeah do it Thank you both. This has been thank amazing. you for having us. Listen, yeah, thank you. Can I thank you. Can I thank you as well as being a for the host? You know, you were listening to us, and we never shut up talking, really. So I guess we made your job easier. But thank you, you for giving us that airspace. I love it. Yes, thank you. I love yeah. the diverse opinions. Thank you both. Come back anytime. Take care. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.